0: Ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, welcome to another episode of Rise in the Ashes. My next guest is a phenomenal human, phenomenal human being. Her name is Justin, and she has a huge experience and story behind her. And I asked her to come on today to really share her knowledge, wisdom, and her love and light with you all. So without further ado, Please introduce yourself to the world, Justin.
1: Oh, Baz, thank you so much for having me. Hello, everybody at Rise from the Ashes podcast family. i um, so grateful to be here as Baz shared. My name is Justine. Um, you can probably hear in my voice. I'm from Minnesota. I've got a strong accent, um, but I try to live up to the whole Minnesota nice. Um, I love being able to impact people across the globe through the ability of virtual work. Uh, so I've been serving um, entrepreneurs for over five years, and that has led me through many great experiences, opportunities, including Dean Graziosi, Tony Robbins, Sharon Lecter, and other names that you probably know and love. And so it's brought me into rooms like Baz. And I love being able to share my journey of motherhood, business, and just real life as an incredible human or striving to be an incredible human, right? It's a, it's a day in progress. Um, but no, so grateful to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: And thank you for showing up in the authenticness that you are. I really appreciate people like you who have served at some of the highest levels in the world, but still remain in their hearts. It's, it's a, sometimes a rare commodity to come across. Um, that's just truth. Some of our, li- a lot of our listeners are inspired by tales of overcoming adversity in their lives. But that adversity uh, and that significant challenge can be changed into growth, strength, um, and turn it around into an opportunity. Is there anything in your life that you've allowed to be a challenge, but ultimately turned it around and it served you um, to do what you do today?
1: Um, well, I've been blessed with many adversities, um, a lot of them stemming from things that were outside of my control. And so that's one of the greatest lessons I think this life has taught me is to embrace what you can control. And let go of what is not yours. And to give you guys some examples of what that looks like, um, I gave birth to my first son in 2019 and uh, dislocated a tailbone for uh, the next three months. I was in chronic pain, Uh, you know, had terrible postpartum depression, again, things that weren't necessarily things I could control. And I had to go back to what brought me joy. I had left the dentistry field, which is where my experience and my love for serving patients, bringing uh, people back to smiling was filled. That cup of just joy was truly filled through that experience. And so here I am with a newborn child that only has me, hasn't done anything wrong in the world, is innocent, priceless, and motherhood was the greatest gift I could have ever asked for in this life. But I was just distraught. I was I was so, so down, so lost. And so I asked myself, what Brought me the light, you know, in my previous years, and it was serving at a uh, a volunteer dental opportunity called Mission of Mercy. I started as a student, and it was one of those things that I was brought on the line to take care of people that were far less fortunate than myself, and we sent them on their way from you know not only frown but pain to just a smile that couldn't be tamed, and so I was like, how do I get back to that level of serving again, right. It's not going to look the same. I'm not in the same position, but what can I do to do that? And that sent me on the journey of searching. And I found remote work. I started as a VA and was not too proud to be like, I need to learn. These aren't skills that I have. This is what I can start with. And um, you know, the crazy thing is in uh, 2020, I got knocked down again um, due to not having doctors listening to me. Um, I had an appendicitis and they told me it was pregnancy pain with my second child. And I ended up going from a, you know, appendicitis, again, something not in my control um, that burst 10 minutes before I was put on the surgery table in the heart of COVID in 2020. And so I had to transfer some of my clients to someone else. I said, I don't know the longevity of this. You know, I'm going to get you to someone that can care for you. So I had to, again, what can I control? The experience and the transition for my clients is, you know, absolutely important. But you know, my health and my family come first. And so, you know, being able to realize that that wasn't a failure, that wasn't me. This was happening for a reason. I didn't love it. I, you know, it was terribly painful in more ways than one. Um, but that cycle didn't stop. I ended up having a kid um, Thanksgiving Day. Uh, At 31 and 6, you know, general uh, pregnancy goes uh, between 36 and 40 weeks. So we were in NICU for 40 days. So as a Catholic, um, it felt very much like a Lent or an Advent in preparation for some of the joys. And so it really just drew me back to what is this life all about? For me, it's legacy. For me, it's family. For me, it's about making an impact in the lives of people that you touch. And because of virtual opportunities, I've been able to touch so many more, but people would see me kind of come and go and come and go. They're like, what keeps you going when we see you disappear? And I'm like, I'm not disappearing. I'm honoring my season. And for me, this is how it looks. I don't feel the necessity to have a persona online 24 seven. I don't need that validation. Yes, there are benefits for business strategy. Yes, I teach a lot of those marketing things, and you can have automations and systems to do that. That's great. I could do that. To me, I actually appreciate the fact that people can tell it's me and not a robot. They know when I show up on, you know, whether it's a TikTok video or something else, they see my face, they hear my evo- emotions. And yes, some general, you know, FAQs and different things can be automated through AI and all sorts of great stuff. But people, never doubt when they see me or when they hear from me in a message that it's me. Mm-hmm. And that's because regardless of what adversity that I've ever faced, I've always come back stronger. I've never changed the goal. I've changed the approach. And so I can say very confidently over five years later, three kids, uh, incredible life that I wouldn't change a thing, but the adversity changed me. And they changed me to be the person that I was striving for. It never was anything you could anticipate. But I think if anybody's listening and they feel like the world's against them, the mountain is just growing ever taller. It's not the end goal, really. It's about the person you become along the way. And I know that leaders have been preaching that forever. But when you have those crosses to carry... It never, it's never more present in your life than that. So I just want to give you the encouragement. And Baz has always been about that to be like, hey, there's the next level of you that's waiting. You just have to show the heck up. And that's that's who I am. That's what I do. And um, if I can do it, heck yeah, you can. And I expect you to, especially after listening to this podcast. <laughs> but no, go ahead.
0: One, one of the things I love you said, love what you said there is you were blessed to have the challenge. And that, is, that, is a, that isn't just a belief that's a complete new identity for somebody most people go into oh I've got this I, I, this has happened to me not for me mm-hmm. so what you just said was very key so it's about people's language and how they present a subject and the mm-hmm. key is listening the key is identifying where somebody's at not what they say but the emotions and how they say it it uncovers so much, and the micro distinctions between "I was blessed to have" or I, "this is happening to me" are night and day. So, thank you for sharing that. Truly. Uh, and by the way, congratulations on your children. They are a blessing. Thank you. So they truly are. They are. And a
1: handful, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Go it's ahead. It's growth,
0: you know. It's growth. That's that's all it. Uh, <laughs> that's all it is. When we look at um, growth and in that, sometimes habits form in that growth. Mm-hmm. Is there any habits that really you've uh, even stumbled across or that have become a ritual in your day? Some people go to meditation. Some people go to the absolutely. gym religiously um, seven times so a day. So I would say
1: a huge. Please. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would say that a huge part of my habits, um, have just been structure. And what I mean by that, when I teach women to really be intentional with their life, um, there's a huge trend right now out there talking about balance. I don't believe in it. I believe in intentionality. So the way that I teach and the way that I try to prove that in my life, right? You know, you're uh, living proof of what you do. um, And it's the proof is in the pudding. It's just who you are and what you have uh, accomplished, but um, is uh, integration. And by integration, I mean, the priorities that you need to honor in your life, the responsibilities that you have in your life and the goals that you'd like to see yourself achieve. And so for me as a wife and mother, there are some pretty um, great alarm clocks that I've created personally. So the 4 a.m morning is not a foreign thing to me at all with children. However, it's not the ideal. I don't get to do, you know, necessarily a cold plunge every day before the kids wake up. I don't necessarily get to have, um, you know, s- single time by myself for, you know, an expectation every single day. So what I have encouraged people to do is set a list of habits that you need to have throughout your day in order to keep you growing and keep you going. So that means yes, physical exercise. If it's in the gym, great. If it's not, no problem, no excuses, you know, stay physical for your mental and your physical well-being. Um, I, I definitely am striving to improve my faith. So meditation for me as a Catholic is the rosary. Uh, so the daily rosary, not only as myself, it's a lot easier to say by yourself, but I say it with my children and, you know, really get them involved because again, the way that we live our life is something that we are able to pass on to our children. So them seeing me make good eating habits, um, you know, cooking things from scratch, encouraging the family dinner, the ecosystem of the family, um, is is really important. So I would say, um Those would be habits strategically that I implement in the personal side of my life. But when it comes to business, I would say the real intentional part of my life is focusing on relationships and being able to structure my business has been purely off of relationships, referrals. Um, conversations like this, which I'm so grateful for. And um, it's allowed me to serve and speak with some of the greats. So I was on the team for World Summits. I've, I've, you know, had shows with Steve Sims and uh, Sharon Lecter, and I couldn't be more grateful because a lot of those humans that I found myself able to connect with, they realize that they're humans just like me. And so when I think about the habits, it's drinking water, just like Baz just like Tony, just like anybody else and doing the things that we know we're supposed to do consistently. It doesn't have to be at 4am. It doesn't have to be at a specific time. It has to be done consistently. And so I think people such as myself, perfectionism is a real thing. Um, Don't focus on perfectionism. Don't focus on balance. Instead, find a healthy relationship with the integration of your priorities, goals, and responsibilities. And you know, yours and mine may look different because, right? I'm, you know, I'm a solo parent right now with with kids. Um, my husband works out of out of the home, and he's gone for you know weeks. That that's just our way right now. But that may make my scenario different than Sarah's, and so on and so forth. So, the comparison game online is retarded it does not serve you please shut off social we were just talking you know before camera too um limit social media as much as possible so that you can focus on truly what you want and not be clouded and integrated by what other people are trying to preach on you. So that's a habit too maybe mm-hmm. I didn't realize maybe that's one that we should encourage listeners to. Yeah
0: I love that cool. a lot but as you just mentioned is consistency is the key and repetition is the mother of all skill True. um you mentioned compared me there to tony when i was like uh no I, i'm not six foot seven i don't have hands like i'm Sh- all
1: of five feet okay so no he would <laughs> literally rest his elbow
0: yeah <laughs> yes, um, so, no. <laughs> i mean i, I love I, I love tony steve uh, sims i know personally sharon i know personally These things, these people are inspirations and leaders. I aspire to be to these people. You know, there's always another level, so to speak. Absolutely. When I'm looking at leaders, and this actually leads very, very well into this next question, is there any leaders that you've aspired to be like? I know you've mentioned a couple, but has anybody really resonated with you that kickstarted you, who you are today, from a very core foundation?
1: a great question and I'd love to share. It's actually Mother Teresa. And Mother Teresa for me is, and for those of you that maybe haven't heard of Mother Teresa, right? She um was one of the great leaders um in third world countries that just really led with a spirit of love and um her, her sentiments were, were not things that were great. She said, you know, you can even do the little things with great love and you can make a huge difference with great love. So even in a small zoom meeting in a large world summit in a, you know, personal, um, email sequence for me, I don't need the validation of some great big thing because I know everything I touch and every person I talk to is not only a human, but it's someone deserving of love and, understanding. And I think this world is so fast, immediate gratification that we have forgotten how to love and how to bless each other. And so when you ask, you know, who drives me from the foundation of who I am, so much of my inspiration comes from someone that had nothing. She had so little. I mean, they basically were splitting, you know, one rice bowl between 80 orphans. Like, it's, it's not even something I... Can comprehend truly. But when you think about something as simple as nourishing your body, I want to get back to nourishing people's souls. And it starts with, you know, um, you know, even part of my lesson as a wife and mother has been making sure that my cup, right? You know, and, and on video guys, you can see I have my hand, you know, there's not an amount of water that will fill a cup that has cracks the size of my fingers, right? There's not enough water in the oceans. But if I heal and make sure to preserve who I am and what my um, goals and my mission and my vocation is in this life, then I have the ability to overflow into the lives of other people. And I think Mother Teresa did that so well. So she is absolutely an inspiration to me.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, that, that I love that shows and exudes your authenticity within this. And this is why this podcast exists, because of people like you. Thank you. In this fast-paced world, and the learning is never-ending, is there anything that's uh, stood out for you where you can recommend a go-to book, a podcast, mm. uh, a platform that you've already absorbed information that's grown your not just uh, education, but your personal growth as well?
1: That's a great question. I think so much of what I have come to appreciate is um, – is honestly probably cliff notes. As a wife and mom, I'll be honest, I'm lucky if I get 10 minutes a day to read something to grow beyond what I'm doing, right? So I'll be looking up blogs, and I'll be looking up different marketing and you know things to improve my offer and the way that I serve my clients, right? Absolutely. But in addition to that, I want to read the, you know, extensive libraries of books. And so one of, I I believe it's called Headway is actually the app that I utilize. Um, Probably should have an affiliate link, didn't get that. So you can see I'm not totally driven for money, guys. I don't have it all together. But Headway is a great way for me to do 10, 15 minutes a day. And I will get through, you know, I think one of the ones I just read recently was The Power of One or The Power of Now. And, you know, it's just one of those things where for me, I and living my motherhood life in a fast pace too. My children are growing, I am growing. So what do I do to keep going in that right direction? Because right, if you don't do something and you're stagnant, you're actually not stagnant, you're going backwards. So we're not about that. So in order to stay up to date with um, some of that self-development that I've invested you know, so many years into already, that is one of the ways that I allocate my time and intention to. And I would say the biggest key, not platform, not anything else, is to monotask, not multitask, monotask, and monotask well. And um, one of the seasons that I'm stepping into is really delegating and allowing other people into my space. For those that don't know, I've been in and out of the game, burned several times, had some unfortunate scenarios. I definitely don't wish them on any of you, but I want to relate to you in case you're like, oh, this isn't for me. All i ever do is get screwed over. Everybody's just trying to use me there is unfortunate evil in this world. And I'm so sorry that that has been your experience, but when it comes to how you can heal through that, fail faster, move through it, and something as as simple as headway to keep your brain and your mindset in the right place has definitely been something that I've imp- implemented in 2023. Um, and I think it, I truly believe it has made a difference for me. Um, but then when we come to like platforms and things like that, I'm still searching and I'm on the the maybe trajectory to create my own mastermind of the right people. And so I guess I think if it's not a platform, it's not who, it's not what, it's who, right? So I would come to, um, you know, some of my SEO experts and all that kind of stuff. That's not my, you know, top notch. I know enough to be dangerous, but, you know... I know who the top dogs are so I go to them. So for me if you know someone were to be like, "Oh, what's your favorite platform? What's your this or that?" Well, it depends. What's your goal? What are you striving? Are you an education platform? Are you a coaching platform? Are you a product platform and you need to go more down to e-commerce, right? You know, I don't think it's a matter of what because all the tools work. Somehow tech genius people make that happen. I'm not one of those and that's okay. I'm totally okay to say that. However, I will bring up the leaders next to me and be like, talk to them. Let's get those people in the room. So I think um, instead of focusing on knowing all the things, don't know all the things. Monotask, know yourself, know your offer, know the value you bring to the table and focus on keeping yourself in the right headspace through something like a tool, like Headway or you know, a good podcast like this. You guys, it doesn't have to be complicated. Maybe it's once a week you know, and again, that goes back to your question on habits. It doesn't have to be huge. It has to be consistent. So maybe it's something that you catch yourself slipping on the mindset. I need to turn on a podcast. Okay, great. Do that. Or, you know, today was a rough day. Didn't make, um, you know, the progress that I was looking for. Okay. Let's put on a good book. Let's talk about, you know, how to get unstuck, you know, whatever the case is. Right. And, um, I think as many of you have probably heard, you know, Marie Forleo's, just even her book title, title everything is figure outable. So if it's not a matter of what, in my experience, it's been a matter of who. And that allows for incredible collaboration over competition and a real transformation of the people that you
0: work with. Yeah, I love that definition and that distinction there. If you're listening to this now and you're thinking, oh my God, what the hell is this? Go back to the very beginning. <laughs> yes, <try> <laughs> we're
1: having too much fun. <laughs>
0: Failure, I don't want to go really in depth with this because this is a very comprehensive question. Failure has really played a part in everybody's life. Oh. Can you give some advice on the perceived overcoming of failure and how one major incident turned into not just an opportunity for you, but it changed your entire life that encompassed where you were? pivoted your business, your life mindset, your lifestyle, everything?
1: Mm, That is such a great question. Um, So two things. Um, I came from a very strict um, upbringing, grateful for my parents, grateful for my family, but no one is perfect. And uh, in my season of uh, college and education, I was pretty much told if I didn't have a 4.0 or else. Um, And so it was one of those things that Um, the level of perfection that I put on myself was not healthy. However, it was something that taught me the discipline of working hard. I not only had a 4.0 straight through college, but I also got to sing the national anthem at the graduation ceremony, which side note, I love to sing. And the national anthem is the world's best song. Um, And so again, shout out to veterans. I would sing it for any and all of you if ever I could. Um, But when it comes to what that lesson taught me, it was the thought of failure Failure if, if I didn't do my best. So instead, some of these collaborations came my way through good, good intending people that went south. When I looked at the overall picture, it was a stark obvious failure. However, I was able to sleep well at night knowing I did my best. I didn't screw anybody over. I made recommendations to people that were scammed and Actually, one, I, this this would be one. So one of these guys um, purchased from one of my business partners in a digital marketing company. And unbeknownst to me, he never was delivered the product. We had a split. I was under the impression that he was taken care of. And I actually only had this conversation three months ago. And this was over two and a half years ago that this happened. And I was catching up with him. And somehow it came out that he never actually got that product that we committed to him and I was like why wouldn't you have told me that now i felt like a true failure he said because you didn't fail mm-hmm. it wasn't you and so the whole picture showed me a failure but behind the scenes was there anything i could have changed Nope. did i show up to every and commit to everything that i was responsible for yes did it still go south 1000% and it sucked So when it comes to, you know, somebody going through that, you know, uh, phase in life, right, Baz, I would say, do some real honest soul searching. Did you show up? Did you give it what you committed to? Did you follow through with what you said you were going to do? And if you didn't, that's the lesson. But if you did, the lesson is that things can still go a different direction that you anticipate, but there's always a reason. And so one of the reasons that I believe happened was I got to know one of my, so he's my CTO at my business now. I wouldn't have got to know him if I didn't have the failed collaboration because he was a part of that. And we realized that we were both showing up and another partner was not. So that relationship only happened through hardship. And it's been one of the most blessed, biggest blessings. Because again, guys, full transparency, tech is not my thing. So it's one of those things for me that, you know, when you look at the clouds, the storm is rolling in, there's always a silver lining. There's always a reason. And, you know, what is what is life without a couple of thunderstorms? I love a good boom. I love a good clap, but that's what makes the flowers grow. You know, mm-hmm. so I, it's just, um, again, I think that comes back to mindset. It comes back to perspective and you can either use it to serve you or really sell yourself to something lesser than you were called to be and you were born to be. Um, and it, it's not easy. I'd love to just tell you guys it was easy, but I'd be lying to you. Um, What's easy is when you commit to it and you're like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And, you know, gosh, darn it. If it doesn't happen, we're going to have problems. That's it's easy when you've reached that point. And I'm great. These challenges and these um, experiences have brought me to that place where, yes, I've been able to show up because this is who I am. That part of me is never going to change. And I think that to have that at the young age that I am is truly a grace. And I don't take it for granted because there's so many people, like you said before, too, who are unhappy searching for something and money's not the issue. And, you know, I'm so grateful they have you because of your gifts and your ability and your talent to serve them to their next level. But guys, you know, this life is so freaking short. Um, There's no good reason I should be here for so many different health reasons, regardless. I'm obviously here for a reason. I'm still on the on the journey to figure out why, but you may be in that same scenario. And so when it comes to the failure, God didn't ask you to be perfect. He asked you to be faithful,
0: yeah, and that's the difference. I love that. Uh, do you have any parting words for the audience? Will you send them somewhere? Or would you like to give a free oh, gift, uh, an opportunity for people? In time oh my you? gosh,
1: I, I would love to connect with anyone that's in your, in your sphere of the world. Um, I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn, because that's where Baz hangs out. So you can find me on LinkedIn at Justine Mater. And if you let me know that this was a podcast, I will absolutely make sure to bless you in a way that uh, I won't share publicly. But uh, yes, there's there's a lot of opportunities for consulting. And I have a network that is blessed with some of the best of the best. So if it's not something I can give you directly when I hear what you're working on or what you're working towards, I will get you to who I can and help bless you along the way. Because 2024, guys, oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And I'd be so blessed to have you in my network. If you have anything to do with Baz, please come, please come. And I would love to support you and be a part of your world.
0: Justine, thank you very much for your time, your love and your patience. Thank uh, you. This will be shared and I will be put, putting it out, as I said before, to various thank platforms you. Um, and, thank, and get your message out there. I
1: can't so wait great. to get to know your community, Baz. Thank you so much.
0: From myself, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, it's always a blessing to have you here. Please share this message and inspire somebody else's life today. From me, live with purpose and inspire with legacy, my friends. Have a blessed day.